Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, or whatever randomness finds its way on the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to level 367 of Laugh It Up Fuzzball, brought to you by Upset Dog in the Crate. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Ups, upset Gus in a crate. But, uh, oh, man, is that going to be too bad for the recording? Uh, I don't think so. No? All right. We will play it by Wolf, I suppose. Uh, but, hey, friends. Welcome to uh, Laugh It Up Fuzzball. Zuh. Where, uh, where me and uh, either a guest or a co-host, this time a co-host, bring you, uh, bring you stuff. Yeah. And you, you hear, you hear the dulcet tones. None other than Benjamin Blue for Blue the Fourth, the Earl of Blueberry, uh, Tapioca himself, and uh, and a surprise podcast guest. Uh, actually, surprisingly, you, you have probably haven't even realized over the last two months there's been a dog in uh, my recording studio, but uh, tonight he's ornery. So uh, I think he's actually the most mad that I took his squeaky toys out of the crate uh, because that's all me and Blue were listening to while we were catching up on Life, the Universe, and everything before the recording. <laughs> I think part of the problem is we had to take his bed out of there so you can hear his claws on the on the black of the, the crate because uh, he likes to chew holes in his bed. So, yeah. Yeah. But this isn't dog talk. This is a uh, strike talk, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, as, as of this recording, uh, the well, the, the WGA strike is over, but the, the SAG-AFTRA strike continues. And uh, and we're staying in solidarity, so we're, we're talking about everything but redacted and struck work, right? Yeah. And with that in mind, you know, we uh, we did two episodes of Muzak, and we're like, why not? Why not do more? In fact, two weeks ago, we were prepped and ready to do just that. And then we talked about something else. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I have a well, – I don't, I don't even know if it's struck work. I can tell you off mic, but I have an idea for the next talk. But, uh, yeah, we shall see. You'll have to, you have to let me know if you think it's in the spirit of uh, all our solidarity stuff. So, and obviously, as you know, I didn't, I didn't buckle down and do the, uh, the military talk. Yes, that's right. Be sad, Gus. I didn't do the military talk. Oh, I don't even know what to do about that dog. <laughs> Gus, shush. We love you. When we want you, when we want your comments about redacted work, we'll let you know. But uh, <laughs> he's real mad that they're still striking. Let me tell you. Yeah, he's real mad. But he's what? He's pupset. Oh, that was cute, Blue. That was good. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give him another like five minutes. But if he doesn't quiet down, we're I'm gonna have to figure out a way to quiet him down and like start over. But uh, Blue music. It's uh, it's it's nice. We've done uh, it's in our souls. It is. We've talked about uh, 40 artists so far, and uh, dare say we've got 10 more each to to discuss again. Yeah. Easy. All right. Well, uh, before we before we waste any more time, let's just get into it. We'll start with you, man. What's your uh, what's your first uh, band or musician to bring up? I'm going way back. Way back. 30, 30 years. Can you if you can believe it. 30 years. I'm going to say that one more time. 30 years 
to the wonderful time of the 1990s. Uh, that makes me feel fucking old. <laughs> 30 years, 1990s, when good old Sugar Ray was on the radio. Mark McGrath and... But who others. was on the radio? Sugar Ray. Oh, Sugar Ray. Sugar and their Ray. And everybody thought that Mark McGrath was Sugar Ray. And he was like, no, it's just the band. And they used to have commercials about it where he would be like, no, that's just the name of the band. And they're like, Sugar Ray, my man. And he's like, no, it's just it's the name of the band. My name is Mark. And uh, then he became a host for MTV and E, uh, I guess. And now I don't know what he does. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's alive. Who knows? Nobody does, but his music lives on. And Sugar Ray had a, a really interesting sound. They were really good. Uh, they had a lot of wonderful songs like I Just Wanna Fly. Uh, that was a good one. Um, the other one about bread, bed knobs and broomsticks. That That's a joke. It was, a, it was the, the bed song. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, was, I was like... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what he's up to, but I know he wakes up every morning. Yep. Shut the door, Blue. Don't say a word. <laughs> yeah. And then there was uh, the other one on the beach, which was a really good song. Uh, I'm sorry uh, to anybody listening. I have had a couple beers beforehand. I pre-gamed because it was a long day and I deserved it. So. Oh, you don't have yeah. to apologize. I have an upset dog in the background. We're good. Hell yeah. Push yeah. The Music? Great. Fantastic. Whenever you hear one of their songs, it's very much like one of those, oh, yeah, I'm not going to change this, obviously. It's, it's freaking good music. Did you ever listen to any of theirs? Oh, I, I've def I've definitely heard Hummed Along sang, sang some of their songs, heard it at karaoke. I uh, Whenever I think of Sugar Ray now, I think of that uh, uh, redacted work with uh, the, the group in the bus with the dog and the stoner. Oh, uh, yeah. And there there was an entire movie where they went to a, an island, and uh, of all bands, they were there. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Mark McGrath was possessed by the spirit of something at some point oh, and, yeah. uh, and loping around like a jackalope, so... <laughs> so yeah there was uh someday uh fly they did some songs with like uh the, actually they did uh, a number of like um interesting crossover like uh well not crossover that's not the word i'm looking for <laughs> was the uh, collaborations and stuff like that um they also did the song when it's over which is also another one of their really popular ones over um yeah yeah, good. Yeah, I mean good they're fans. they're they're from Newport Beach, man. They're they're local boys as far as we're concerned. Yeah. So, yeah. but but uh, you know, their big every morning was their biggest hit, and uh, yeah, they uh they were a definite moment. I can believe it was 30 years ago, just because uh when I think back on them, I feel so so incredibly not that young anymore. Although I think like 20 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like 99 when every morning like really hit the airwaves, even though they formed in 80s. So that's that's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 20, 24 years ago, something like that. We can make it a little less old. <laughs> yeah, I give it that. I, I give it that. Give them that. Yeah, but uh, they, they're definitely a, a feel-good band. So uh, I appreciate that it's on your list. Heck yeah. Yeah, so it takes it to me for my first one. Heck yeah. So we, we got to finally say talk about this band, Blue, because we've mentioned them on two episodes, but not had them be one of our bands. And it's we have to talk about RHCP, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
There you go. So I literally, it was the one that I wasn't sure was going to make my list. It had a little star next to it. Uh, but you know what? I really, really enjoyed the Chili Peppers, even though I think on the last one you said, like, if you hear the music, you like it, but you might might change the channel. Um, yeah, I think it's only because, like, I have their entire discography and, like, I've heard it too much. Like, I've overplayed it, but that's my fault. That's not their fault. That's my fault, right? And I yeah, think like, that says and, something. And- yeah, Anthony Kiedis, Flea, John Frusciante, Dave Navarro. Like, uh, just, I don't know. They just, uh, they have so, so many songs. And, like, when I think of, like, when they started, like, uh, with Give It Away, right? Like, they had that. It wasn't exactly, like, a punk rock sound, uh, but it was... It was like in that weird alternative where there was like a whole bunch of different sounds, but uh, but they really uh, they really like struck a nerve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like that blood sugar sex magic, right? They had that blood sugar sex magic, <laughs> but then uh, they kept they kept putting out freaking songs and like I I mean literally if you're going back to to '91 when that first album came out, suck my kiss really freaking they had a, they were they were edgy right mm-hmm. but then uh they they get really uh i mean under the bridge was one of my go-to karaoke songs for like ever mm-hmm. um really really struck me as a very california song and i'm a california boy through and through yeah uh really. Uh, freaking Californication, uh, from the self-titled album, Around the World, uh, Scar Tissue, really, really dig that song. Uh, what else? Freaking, uh... hey uh, I think it is. hey Snow, something like that. That's Snow, yeah, from yeah. Stadium Arcadium. Um, Other Side, freaking Around the World. Uh, I love the Other Side video. That music video was awesome. Yeah, they just, uh, I don't know, they they really, like... It's it's nice driving music. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like when I hear it, like I never I always feel better when like one of their songs is like coming around. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, I think they're incredibly talented. Uh, and for a band that like when they first came out, you probably wouldn't have dubbed them as like incredibly talented. But they they've stuck around and they uh, they've popped into freaking uh, <laughs> some redacteds we, we won't talk about. <laughs> yep. but uh they're they're just a really really interesting band i mean they uh, they formed freaking like 41 years ago if we're being honest yeah uh so been around for a long time they're in the rock and roll hall of fame uh they're just uh i dig them what what, what thinks you blue oh i absolutely agree man like i said i have their entire discology and i think that says something <laughs> like <laughs> towards my like of the band and yeah like when I hear them on the radio now, I'm like, oh, okay, this is Red Hot Chili Peppers, yay! And then I change the channel, but like, you know, that, like I said, that's that's my fault for having overplayed something, and it takes a lot for me to overplay a song in my own head, like, for me to to be like, okay, well, that was beautiful, and then just like change a channel away from that band. So I hope that like shows how one how how good the band is that I would actually have overplayed it to the point where any of their songs, I'm just like, yep, I, I have listened to that song three million times. I am I, I am good. I mean, they're, they're very interesting, like, combination of, like, hard rock and hip-hop and, like, funk. And, I mean, like, literally, like, you, you have to give them credit because there are so many bands 
who cite them as an influence. You know what I mean? Like whether oh, it's yeah. Primus or System of a Down, uh, even Sugar Ray. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, even Sugar Ray. Uh, I think actually I heard one time that Corn like said that they exist because of that. And then like if you really hate like rap rock. Sorry, Red Hot Chili Peppers is partially responsible for that, too. Uh, uh, Anthony Kiedis has such his voice, I think, is like part of the reason that band's just so dope. Yeah, like absolutely. he really and uh, I appreciate his voice because I can I can approximate it pretty well. Uh, so I just think uh, and you know what? They're they're activists, too. Like, that's something I always really liked about them. Big and rock the vote and like using using their influence for like good things. And, and a lot of their song messages are like to teach people people about things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just I think they're a very, very interesting band. And uh, I, I like them very much. And like I, we, we came close to them popping on list. I feel like the last two episodes. So just like, why not just get them onto the list? Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. Anything else to say about Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, what can else be said? I mean, they're they're fantastic. They're great. Uh, it's a real good listen, like you said, when you're in the car and just kind of roaming around. It's a good, really good on-the-road music. Um, and I, I really feel like they're so diverse in their music that they have a little something for any like moment of time. Anything that you're feeling, you're feeling travel-y, they got that. You're feeling... Like uh, rock and roll, they've got that. You, you're feeling a little rap, they've got that. Like they're just all around. They're good. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're great. So that's that's my first one on the list. That takes it to you, Blue. Nice. All right. Let's see here. Uh, number nine. Um, okay. So I, I know I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for, from this for liking this band because it's pretty popular to not like this band. But um, Owl City. Uh, there are a lot of people who don't like Owl City uh, because they feel like the music is too video gamey. Um, however, I am a video game enthusiast, and I like the fact that the, that the music has a real video game vibe. Uh, I feel like not a lot of artists um, go in that direction. And um, there was actually a, a friend of mine who recently got married. Uh, congratulations, Sess, uh, to you and and your new husband. Uh, I wish you all the best because you guys are amazing. But um, I, I was talking to Sess about about Owl City themselves and how little sense most of their songs make, which brings me absolute joy because it doesn't make sense in a different way. Like like honorable mention, Train. When you listen to a Train song. It it very much usually is like really awkwardly like um, <clears throat> it's like very awkwardly specific with some of the references like you get it. But it's like, why did you bring something so weird like to to the to the conversation of this song? Like like that lyric where they're like, oh, I'm going to take you to an island so remote that only Johnny Depp knows where it is. And it's like that's weirdly specific for a song, but. I think Owl City does a lot of really weird lyrics kind of like that, too, where a lot of the things that they say is, like, a little awkward. Like, uh, I think there's this song of Vanilla Sky, um, and there were just some lyrics inside of there that were, like, really fucking weird. And um, it, it just was like I was speaking them to to Cecily, right? So I was like, uh, I'll watch the night turn light blue, but it's not the same without you. 
uh, because it takes two to whisper quietly. Um, the silence isn't so bad till I look at my hands and feel sad. And um, the but the lyric right after that brings it all together because the spaces between my fingers are are right where yours fit perfectly. And I was like, okay, I was really lost about the first two, but then the next one was like, oh, okay, I get, I kind of get that. And then that last part of the of the lyric like brought it all together, right? And I'm like, why are you so fucking oddly specific in some of this shit? And then bring it all together for a full thought. So you got to keep listening. And I like that. I like that shit. I really like fucking Owl City. I think uh, a lot of the, the beats are cool. I like the fact that it sounds video gamey. Uh, I mean, they were popular enough to have a full fucking parade dedicated to one of the songs at Disney. So must have been doing something right, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the the Wreck-It Ralph song, yeah, or the Redacted song. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. They, uh, I actually had forgotten that that song was uh was Al City. When can we do this again, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always think of uh, Fireflies. Uh, there's actually some guy did a music video to that where he was just wandering around an IKEA, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I don't know, like it, it always like whatever you say, Al City. I'm like, yeah, Fireflies. I'm wandering around an IKEA. Like that's what comes <laughs> to mind. But uh. I definitely have that song on my iTunes, and they're they're. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm I'm not keyed in enough to know that they're. It's cool to hate them, but yeah, uh, it's, I think it's uh, not as much as like uh, what are they called? Nickelback, uh, who deserves oh, an yeah, entire definitely. like deserves an entire freaking like episode dedicated to why it's so weird that people hate them. But yeah. Oh, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's uh, it's an entire like culture that that grew up around like that kind of music. Right. I think uh, them and Creed. You know what I mean? Oh, Creed. Yeah. Uh, it sucks because I, I I you know hate me if you will, but there there's a couple songs by them that I dig. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of songs from Nickelback that I really like. Yeah, we'll fucking hate them. So I'm like, oh, okay, guess I'll shut up. <laughs> I uh, what is a say that a hero can save us? I'm not gonna yeah. stand here and wait. That's one of them. I, I like yeah. that fucking song. <laughs> yeah. Hold on to the wings of an eagle. Watch as they all fly away. <laughs> Sing that one at karaoke with my brother. It was great. Then all of a sudden, everybody oh, that, that, it, and we were like, "Yo, what the hell?" That, that that totally makes me think of a time when we were just happy to get whatever superhero movies we could. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that song was definitely attached to one of them. I forget which one, but yeah. But we're not here to talk about back in nickels. We're here to talk about other bands. And Al City is a good choice. I'm glad you brought them up, Lou. Yeah, I really like them. Um, I think it's cool. I know there were a, a number of people in in college when I was when I was in college. They were like, "Oh, you like that band?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." And nice. Well, I support it, Mister Blue. I'd be like, "Yeah, I do." Why? Want to fight about it? I don't know what. Why are you bringing it up? Leave me alone. How about that? You would have a really awkward fight in an IKEA set to Fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> I will hit you in the face with Ectorp. I will. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and a little bloom flogging right down your gullet. And some <laughs> sweet, Swedish meatballs. God, I love those Swedish meatballs. They're so yeah, good. Yeah, man. All right. So uh, that takes it to my, my next one. 
Hell yeah. So this next one is a punk band that was like, it was so hard to like pick, pick the punk bands I was going to like bring up on like the different ones. So this is another one that I love very, very much. And a lot of it is because it is so dab gum Orange County. Uh, mm-hmm. The band I'm bringing up is DI, uh, just two initials, D period, I period. Um, they've had a bunch of different lineups, uh, but it's the, the, the vocalists throughout their tenure and the primary songwriter writer is uh, Casey Royer. Uh, and he, I mean, the reason the band could continue on, as long as you have Casey as the front man, it doesn't matter. Play the music, let him be Casey Royer, uh, and it's great. He played drums in two different bands, the Adolescence and Social Distortion, but when the Adolescence broke up, Adolescence are great too. Uh, but when they, when they broke up, uh, they started this band. I think like DI, somebody told me it stands for like drug influence, but then other people have told me that the, the two letters don't mean anything. Uh, what I can tell you is they're, they're uh, an Orange County punk band. And when uh, punk was having its you know resurgence in the 80s, uh, there were, were a lot of bands in L.A. and San Francisco. But this was the band from Orange County, from suburbia, like showing punk rock and suburban angst together, which was so very, very much like my punk rock experience. You know what I mean? I didn't live in a city. Yeah. I lived in suburbia. Uh, so much they, they have one of their albums is called Suburbia. Uh, they've got, you know, Horse Bites, Dog Cries, Ancient Artifacts. Uh, but they're... Most of their music was made in the 80s, uh, but they, they released an album in 2012, and then there was another album that came out in 2007. Uh, but there, there's so many great songs. This is uh, They're one of those punk bands that when I was in a punk band, we covered them. We did you know Surfing in HB. Uh, we did Hang 10 in East Berlin. <laughs> we did OC Life. Uh, Richard Hung Himself. Uh, there's a really great song from uh, Horse Bites, Dog Cries called Youth in Asia. <laughs> uh they just uh and then they uh, guns oh, i like guns and guns like me oh, i like guns they made america free oh, i like guns and guns all the way oh, i love guns weapons 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 <laughs> <laughs> they are 100 percent uh are about like you know putting putting culture and politics under the magnifying glass and uh and rebelling against it and uh, they're they're just a freaking good band, and uh, you know, being an '80s '80s band, Reagan's Defier is one of their songs. Like all of them had their classic, like I hate Ronald Reagan. <laughs> um, actually, uh, one of my favorite bands from back then, Wasted Youth, had an entire or uh, Wasted Youth, and then there was like a Reagan album. So uh, yeah. I uh, I just I think uh, think they're great and there was a, a movie called Suburbia and in that in that movie freaking uh, uh, Di was one of the bands that performed and then uh, I just I used to be watch a punk rock documentary from the 80s there's a good chance you're gonna see Di performing and they're uh, they're freaking lovely I, I I very very much enjoy them and if I just you know it's one of those punk bands like some of the punk bands when I go back to listen I'm like oh wow let me let me dial my ears to the noise uh but di is not that and i got the chance to see them in the in would have been the the late 2000s they were uh not headlining but they were opening up for the misfits Mm -hmm. and uh got to see them and they just were it's just such a good show oh yeah in fact i i liked watching them more than i liked watching the misfits so yeah that's uh it's good do you know anything about di no no never heard of them nothing nothing about them yeah, Hang Ten in East Berlin, and oh, they're just 
they're they're a really good band. I like them very very much. Nice. So uh, yeah, definite time. The funny thing is they formed in 1981, same year the Red Hot Chili Peppers formed. So <laughs> so yeah, uh, the band just as old, uh, just didn't didn't different kind of music. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my first one that I wanted to bring up. It's been wild. That's awesome. Nice. Awesome. That, that takes it to you, Blue. Oh, golly, me? Uh, geez. Oh, God, what do I even say? <laughs> well, I'll say this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a, a song for... Why I'm not like the other ones? I'm, I'm a pretender. Because uh, the Foo Fighters are really fucking cool. And, <laughs> uh, I didn't get that from that, but... Yeah, 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 it's the pretender, the the song the pretender. He just one of these things is not locked together. Exactly. One of these things about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, and uh, I like the Foo Fighters a lot, like a lot, a lot. I mean, Dave Grohl has gone through a lot from um, you know, his days in Nirvana, and then going and making his own band, and going from being the background drummer to being, you know, the front man for this band like Foo Fighters uh he's got a lot of talent uh he's funny uh if you ever seen um his uh music video for uh Learn to Fly uh he's very funny he had Tenacious D actually in that uh, music video Dave Grohl and Tenacious D good friends Foo Fighters well yeah, he's the drummer on their first album yeah yeah good friends um uh Everlong Best of You All My Life Monkey Wrench, Times Like These, My Hero. I mean, there's just so many songs that I have of theirs that is just really freaking good, um, just nice rock songs that make me very happy to listen to. And Dave Grohl happens to be, uh, from all reports that I have seen, um, a pretty decent human being. I mean, he was out, like, feeding the poor and stuff like that, and treating a bunch of people like at a soup kitchen and all this other stuff i mean he does a lot of like charity work too right yeah. out of his own pocket so uh he's pretty fucking rad i i, I like dave Grohl. Dave Grohl a lot. yeah the food like fighters the food it's it's a great choice uh you were you were offering to let me put them on my list and uh i let them stay on yours because i know how much you love them but I, I love them too i mean if i if i had to pick a song you didn't mention it but my hero Mm-hmm. Uh oh that song that's like almost tears you know what i mean it's uh it's just such a such a good song but all those other ones you mentioned are great they're uh they're freaking lovely and the uh, the fact that from the the ashes of nirvana with all that tragedy you can get this like continuation mm-hmm. and uh discovering how incredibly talented the drummer for nirvana you know is uh they're just they're they're a really really great band really silly name but a really great band yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if uh, if it's supposed to be food fighters and they just said it wrong or yeah, <laughs> the fighters of foos. Everybody knows that. All us Hispanic folk, we know a foo is a guy who walks down the street, also known as a foo. I don't I don't know that that's that's why, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a TLC. But, uh, I mean, uh, I had a I had a friend in high school who went by Don Fu, but not F O O like F U, but yeah. uh. Yeah, but uh, you know they're they're just uh, they're a really good band. I'm really happy you brought them up. Yeah. In fact, uh, I feel like they're a band that could have made like the previous list. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad. Uh, I, I mean, if you're listening, you've heard of the Foo Fighters, but uh, they're they're pretty righteous. They're they're solid. 
Yeah, they're pretty freaking rank. Alrighty, so that takes it to me for my next one, huh? Hells yeah. So this band, um, I'm telling you, I was so when we were talking about like Lonely Island and others, this band like popped into my brain and I was like, oh, is it a band I could talk about it? And I was like, you know, if if for no other reason than their their album Hooray for Boobies, <laughs> I, I listened to this album on repeat delivering pizzas in New Jersey uh, way too many times. And. And the, the name of the band is the Bloodhound Gang. Yep. Uh, you would probably know them from their song, The Bad Touch, which is a, a karaoke classic. Yeah. Um, but they they have way, I mean, One Fierce Beer Coaster is a pretty good album, too. Um, and their, their other, their, I don't even, how would you define them? Like, they're technically a rock band, but... Uh, yeah, but they're also like kind of a, a rap group. I don't know. I mean, Firewater Burn, uh, freaking Foxtrot Uniform, Charlie Kilo, um, Untis, Untis, Untis. Like, they, there's a lot of great songs. Uh, I like the ballad of Chasey Lane very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Bad Touch, 100% a song that a lot of people have at least heard because uh, it just it, I think it's probably like their their greatest hit, you know. Oh, yeah. But they uh, they just uh, were like, hey, let's uh, let's do some fun, goofy, silly rapping. You know what I mean? And they they live in a in a good world like, you know, where Weird Al and other bands like that exist, like Lone island mm-hmm. um but I, I think they have like a dope sound and they're often really really funny uh and they had their moment where like you know k-rock uh was like hey like they, someone was like i like this song and they passed it on to a music director at k-rock and then boom you know all of a sudden they're getting played and like they're they're much bigger uh oh. and then when hooray for boobies came out their third album that's when they really really hit and then they sort of just like flamed out uh but they they were a definite moment in time and uh i think uh i don't know i just uh i i dig them i think that they are controversial and they they did do some questionable stuff uh on on stages but uh i don't know i just wanted to bring them up as like a, a funny band and they've got some they've got some good hit you know they definitely what do you do. think blue they definitely do have some good hits, and um, I think they're quite memorable because of that. You know what I mean? Like, they're one of those bands that a lot of people, I feel like, would be like, oh, wait, that band? Man, I haven't heard about that band in, like, forever, and blah, 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 you know? And would kind of, like, one of those things where it brings up a lot of, like, memories for people, you know what I mean? So, right. I think it's a good choice. It's a good band. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I think be, them being from Pennsylvania and when I was getting into them, um, like living in New Jersey, like they were much more accessible. Uh, so many sexual innuendos. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Yeah, they were they were a definite moment, but like I I don't. If you put on one of their songs that I know, like I'm not gonna like just like turn it off. Yeah. Uh, they sure. were they're big on synthesizers and turntables in their band, and uh, I don't I don't know if they if they end up influencing other people, but. But uh, they uh, they they're just interesting, and I think uh, they're they're worthy of a mention. 
Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, like, you know, you picked bands because like, they had an album where you could listen to the entire entirety of it. And 100 percent, like, I, I think uh, uh, Hooray for Boobies was, was just a, a good <laughs> listen all the way through. It's just it's, it's such an unfortunate name, right? Yeah, for uh, sure. And like, friends, you've not lived till you've listened to the lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. That song it is 100 so- percent. It's so funny. Like, it's something you would have heard back in the day on Dr. Demento. Oh, yeah. For sure. uh, and it, it, it's 100 percent meant to be funny. But wow, it was it was a moment. Right. Mm hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't have anything more to say on them. I'll leave it to you, Blue, or you can go on to your next one. Oh, no, I am I am quite good with them. I, I, I think they're great, uh, especially that song. Lap Dance is so much fun. <laughs> Better when the stripper is crying is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I will not repeat the lyrics here on no, the podcast. No, I will no. tell you, like... It's uh, it is it is coarse and rude, and uh, you you could find it very problematic if you don't just get that it's just all a joke. Yeah. Um, sure. and and meant to make fun of certain types of people. But anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So pulling up my next one, I think is going to make up for uh the Owl City. In case anybody hated Owl City, which you know I don't. I think they're great. Uh. Because this band has been around for, like, fucking since also in the 90s. <laughs> um, and, God, they are so good and responsible, I think, for some of the most feel-good music um, in a long, long time. And this band just recently broke up um, within the last five years or so. Daft Punk. Uh, I don't know why Daft Punk wasn't on my list earlier. There's no reason for it. Very much no reason for them not to be on my list at the get-go of this whole thing. And Daft Punk, from their very first album um, to the very last one, these dudes are absolutely incredible. From throwing out these really strong anime vibes in their music videos with, like, telling a story to, to, like club classics you know what i mean like what what can be said about daft punk that they're mysterious uh with those helmets they're cool like they're sci-fi they're they're electronic it the robots they're 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 so cool dude and and i challenge anybody to to talk to some of their friends and be like oh you think daft punk is cool if they're old enough they know that Daft Punk is fucking rad. Um, I don't think anybody hates freaking Daft Punk. Like, is is that even possible? Uh, I, I'm I'm sure it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate Daft Punk? I don't have any feelings one way or the other about Daft Punk. Wow, that's wild. You're the only person I've ever heard say that. Daft Punk is uh, something else. I'm aware of who they are. Uh, I know a lot of people that really, really dig them with the the house music and all that. The probably the most famous. Uh, I don't like that style of music. I don't like electronica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I could not tell you. I'm literally looking at a list of their songs, and none of these like pop anything. Maybe like one more time. I know that song uh and i know that they did all the music for tron legacy so or that redacted so i'll give them i'll give them all the credit there mm-hmm. uh but yeah like other yeah i just really don't know anything um, by them yeah. and when people were like oh we're gonna go see him and i was like okay cool they just never never <gasps> struck my world so yeah 
And Gus apparently is really mad at me for having those feelings, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, Gus. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Gus, we get it. You like Daft Punk. Be quiet, buddy. <laughs> He's only seven months old, but even he likes them. Exactly. See, he knows what's yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, it, hum, hum me a tune, Blue, if you like him so much. Harder, better, faster, stronger? No? That 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 is listed here as one of their songs, yeah. That is that is a uh, uh, one of those really really good ones. Uh, I mean, uh, that uh, up all night to well, I I really like a lot of their older ones, but I really like that song too. Like up all night to get lucky, like gosh. Oh, I know that song. Yeah, yeah, I know that song. That was a yeah. really good one. I I really like that one. Um, gosh, and that was I didn't, one of- I didn't know that was them. So there you go. Yeah, that was them. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like you said, the one more time around the world, around the world. Uh, oh, there's this song that you should probably check out. It's called uh, Something About Us. Uh, that one is really freaking like good love song right there. Uh, very romantic. Um, gosh, freaking A. Robot Rock, Virtus Quo. Um, like the, their entire first, uh, not first album, but uh, their entire album of Discovery was really, really good. Um, gosh, I, I have the entire Tron Legacy freaking music, like for the entire movie. <laughs> like if you ever want to listen to any of them, I have the whole thing. It's great. <laughs> really a big fan of that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, just a lot, a lot. They they were a big, big part of a lot of people's uh, world. So. Nice. Yeah, what sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I can't don't. speak more about them. That's fine. I hope I didn't make you feel like alienated or anything. Oh no, not in any way. I'm sure other people are like screaming at their their earbuds, like "Wookie!" And I'm like, "Sorry, guys." Like, I get it. Like, people love them. Like, yeah. I uh, I don't think I'm gonna redeem myself with my next choice in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, freaking uh, yeah. I just I, like you. I'm like, yeah, I've heard of that song. Cool. I like that. That's good. Yeah, so I just uh, electronica like never, never my thing. Like I, I at one point I considered putting like Fatboy Slim on my list. Uh, and there, there's some good freaking jams from them. But like, yes. I, do I just like listen to them? Like if I'm like I have to have to pick, like no, I don't. <laughs> but if the song comes on, I'm like oh, and it makes me think of Christopher Walken. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I remember that video. That was a really good music video. Yeah. I recommend that music video like all the time. Yes. If people are like, I need a good music video, I'm like, definitely watch Fl- Flavor of the Week. <laughs> so, anywho. All right. Does that take it to me, Blue? Hell yeah, do. All right. So, this next band, uh, in, in some ways, they are sort of, uh, at least nowadays, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, oh, so they're, I can't even think of the band we were making fun of uh, <laughs> that everybody hates. Uh, Owl City? Nickelback, yeah. Nickelback. So this band is sort of, to some people, the Nickelback of punk rock. Okay. Uh, and the band I want to bring up, and for no other reason than the entirety of their 1994 album, entitled Smash, is The Offspring. Ah, uh, yeah. So I am well aware that there there is a plethora of people that hate The Offspring, that make fun of people that like The Offspring. And I get that it sort of became like very, very entwined with like bro culture. Mm. That said, The Offspring 
were so huge, especially for me, like in high school at the same time that I was getting into Green Day and like other bands that I've mentioned. Yeah. Um, they uh, like self-esteem from Smash. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, I don't even know how, how, uh, how I can like <laughs> impress upon anyone listening how big that song was and how I would stop recording right now and go listen to self-esteem listen to keep them separated and i feel and they they became very very entwined in the late 90s with like skater punk Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know what i mean and that was they were like the soundtrack of like every every skate show you watched anywhere you know and uh i just i don't know i think the freaking dexter holland and noodles and all them are just pretty great like i'm recognized 100 with like pretty fly uh and like original pranks to uh, that you know they they sort of you know sometimes got silly, but then they they did songs like Gone Away and and Million Miles Away, which freaking are just like heartbreaking and lovely and wonderful. Um, and and I just I think they're freaking great. Like I I really I think you can't go wrong uh, finding a best of like The Offspring and the kids aren't all right. Like that's such a really really good song. Like I don't know. I, I I just freaking I love them and if if Offspring comes on 100% I'm not changing it like it makes me want to just like download all these albums and just like throw them onto my iTunes so I can just listen to them whenever I want to especially like Smash from like '94 uh, but I I think they're uh, I think they're great like there's a a song I really really like by them which is I Want You Bad uh, which really sort of like defined like my aesthetic of looking for a partner for a long time yeah uh, thankfully I realized that's not the kind of gal I should I should sell down with uh everybody deserves to have a heather uh so and she's definitely a good good lady good girl but uh yeah i think uh i don't know before i talk more do you have thoughts on the offspring blue bruh so the guy who taught me how to play the guitar um used to babysit the lead guitarist and okay he would have me listen to um uh the offspring a lot and i gotta say i was not mad at him <laughs> like I wasn't mad at him at all. I was like, hey, these guys are sick. Like I, I like this band a lot. He was like, yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, I like to say that I taught that kid everything he knows, but he's just a natural genius. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, big fan, big fan. I, I've been a big fan of theirs for a real long time, high school long time. I mean, they 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 definitely have some silly songs, but they also have some really really freaking great like meaningful songs. Um, and I mean, they they put out music as as late or as recent as 2021. Uh, with this is not Utopia, so they uh I don't know, they just I like them a lot. I think I like their I like their the way they they string together notes, and I like the lyrics, and I like Dexter's voice, and you know they're from Garden Grove, California, the city I live in currently. You know, like they're uh, they're another OC uh, sound that uh, really hit the airwaves, and uh, I really really like them a lot. Yeah. So yeah, and I think uh, I think you know people are like oh you screw the Offspring. I I've met lots of people like that, and I'm just like okay. And you're sort of like just flushing away some really, really good music. Uh, and like I, I, their sound did evolve from like Smash, you know, yeah. and they tried a whole bunch of different stuff. But uh, I think through it all, they just didn't, remained a damn good uh, band. And I wouldn't classify them as punk rock. I think they, they have their roots in that, you know what I mean? Like being in the same style of music, but they, they just found their own niche as like a really, really good rock band. Yeah, for sure. Any other thoughts, Blue? Oh no, I, I mean, freaking Offspring, man, they're so good. Like, big, big fan, big fan. 
Have thing. you encountered the haters? I have never encountered any haters for them ever. Okay. Yeah. I was I was very surprised when you said there were. I was like, who? Who? Like who? What? <laughs> Why? I, I think because when they did like, you know, pretty fly and why don't you get a job? Just like people that felt like maybe they sold out or or whatnot. Or just like, you know, because it's so like skater punk, which leads to like bro culture. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. But I, I think uh, I definitely think the guys from the offspring like, well, they're, they'd be in like skating and all that jazz because that's just like an OC thing would mm-hmm. would not be down with the. Uh, those guys and uh they're i mean you could catch them on some some podcasts and interviews they're really really entertaining and uh dexter holland is freaking he's a smart dude yeah um and uh i just i really like them they're uh always those saying like those those guys i feel like i'd be best friends with them you know what i mean yeah so for sure. all right so that's my next choice that takes it to you blue all right let me see we just did Def punk we are going to oh okay so speaking of funny um we're we're going right to my second favorite uh comedy duo um s- singers slash songwriters and that's flight of the concords uh flight of the concords are freaking hilarious if you've never seen like their hbo specials and stuff you should really check them out they are super duper funny they they have a lot of talented uh a lot of talent um you might recognize the voice of one of the singers um as the voice of the crustacean in um, uh, Moana, uh, the crab <laughs> that's like, so shiny. That's uh, that's one of the singers from the freaking uh, Fly of the Concord. Yeah, Jermaine, Jermaine Clement. He's freaking yeah. great. He's super, super good. And, um, you know, his their their entire thing of of the songs, like the hippopotamus. And, uh, <laughs> and one of my personal favorite one is like, uh, all the ladies, they want a taste of my sugar lumps. Uh, they were singing about their balls, which is fantastic. <laughs> really shows you what kind of like music they were trying to do. And uh, um, <clears throat> um, what what was the other one? The the humans aren't alive. It's like a, their their robot song. Oh my gosh, that one kills me every time I hear it. It's fantastic. But uh, yeah, I think they're super great. Did you ever get into like Flight of the Concords. I've watched the show and I've heard the songs and I think they're great. Honestly, like thinking of bands, like I just I, because they're so like tied into the TV show for me, mm-hmm. I uh, they didn't even enter my my speculation. But yeah, they're lovely. They're uh, they're really 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 funny and talented and uh, worth a listen to anybody listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, the sure. the most beautiful girl in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Flight of the Concords, the show is just awesome too. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, you the New Zealand and like you like Taika Waititi. Hey, right there with these guys. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, they're uh, that's it's. I'm glad you uh, you included them. They're uh, they're pretty lovely. Yeah. And they're they're super funny, and you you can't you can't pigeonhole them into any one thing. They you like rock or hip hop or or funk or folk. It's all there for you. Hell yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think they're uh, they're pretty righteous. Thank you, thank you. I think they're yeah, good. definitely recommend the uh, the video for Ladies of the World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and it's, sometimes it's just good to laugh. Yeah. Yes, I I absolutely. It's uh yeah, it's not a uh, somebody who's who's not on my list, but uh, what is it? Um, oh crap! It's the guy that did that song. Uh, my name is Satan. Mm-hmm. 
uh what's what's his freaking name uh is it uh Stephen lynch Stephen lynch yes yeah how so could he, I have forgotten him? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, like, Flight of the Concords, like, it's the same world of, like, funny stuff. And he has a he has a song called My Name is Satan, which is pretty hilarious. But there's a, there's one song, I don't even know the name of it, but it's, I look like black girls and brown girls at Cafe LA. Dun, dun, yes. dun, the mocha girls blow me away. <laughs> that's a really good one. I really Ebony like and that. Ivory or something, maybe that's the name of the song? Uh, I don't I know. But, uh, yeah, Stephen Lynch just, period, has a lot of songs that I really like. Yeah, so I guess that's an honorable mention that that popped into my brain. Um, yeah, they uh, yeah, Vanilla Ice Cream. That is the name of the song by Stephen Lynch that I love very very much. What a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stephen Lynch should have been on this. I really like Stephen Lynch. That was something <laughs> that my mom and I really really like bonded to was the ridiculousness of Stephen Lynch because she was like, God, he sings so pretty. I just wish he wasn't such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a really really nice voice yeah he, he really does it's like surprisingly nice like oh like he's he's actually a really good singer <laughs> he would definitely one of those dudes so uh, i'll just i'll put that as a two for with you doing flight of the concords and stephen lynch and you could talk a bit more of him about him if you want yeah uh for sure so stephen lynch was one of these uh he definitely probably would not be um, kosher to have around today's day like with the uh with a lot of the songs that he had like special special uh fred and um some of his other uh, songs that he sung on comedy central back in the day but like there were gosh he he actually did the um the wedding singer adam sandler's the wedding singer uh when it opened on uh, on broadway actually he was doing that for a long long time and uh he had a song called superhero which was also the title of um one of his like debut um wh- what's it called the uh the comedy specials on on comedy central back in the day like he he got around for so long he was like a, a really big staple for for many different songs and and like joe said he he's got a really pretty voice like the dude sounds really good um plays his acoustic guitar on stage he also sings with his brother uh, that's another thing that he that he does um, that he brought his brother along with him is is really nice. I think that's cool. I can totally identify with that. So uh, yeah, wow, Stephen Lynch, what a, what a good one, what a good one. <laughs> I'm glad that could could pull and get you excited. <laughs> they're um, I don't know. They're just uh, they're he's a he's a real real good real good freaking uh comedian artist. I'm really talented and a lot of his stuff's acoustic yeah so yeah and i mean he he, he definitely soothes the savage beast because gus finally got quiet when we started talking about him <laughs> so he's like oh i can rest now they mentioned they mentioned <laughs> stephen lynch yep. <laughs> yeah for a puppy he's very opinionated about music uh-huh, obviously <laughs> Although now he starts barking whenever certain John Williams songs are on because it means there's going to be lightsabers. Got it. And uh, he's not the biggest fan of lightsabers. Anyways, <laughs> so that takes it to me for my next one, huh? Does. All right. So my next one. Um, no, it's not not surprising. Anybody who knows like certain music from like the 90s and the 2000s and like all the bands that I've mentioned, I probably 
would uh, be very common to get to this. And in fact, by mentioning Red Hot Chili Peppers, it's not too far a jump to get to this band. Uh, you know, what this band did was it allowed me to like rap and hip hop that was centered around my experience as me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and the band that I that I want to bring up is Rage Against the Machine. There you go. So uh, I guess a rock band is what they're classified as. Uh, but, you know, freaking Tim Comerford, Tom Morello, Brad Wilk. Um, you want to talk about uh, a band that, that took heavy metal and rap and mixes it with like punk and funk and and just some real revolutionary politics. Mm. Uh, freaking Rage Against the Machine just defined angst. Oh, yeah. Uh, and really, like, almost, like, created, like, a new sort of punk rock. Unfortunately, there weren't, like, a lot of bands that were able to, like, replicate and succeed uh, where where Rage did. But uh, they just, uh, wow. You want to you wanna talk about freaking just music that, like, got you angry and ready to take on the man. You know what I mean? And uh, I remember when Evil Empire came out, that that album cover with the with the guy in the the red shirt with the E, it, it like it just sat so nicely with all the other alternative music that was at Blockbuster Music or Sam Goody or whatever, where you're just like, oh yeah, I'll try this out. Rage Against the Machine, they sound cool, and you popped it into you know your your Discman or your your Boombox, and it started playing, and you were like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I cannot tell you how many times the weird uh, DJ in my brain will bust out down Rodeo just like out of nowhere because that song rolling down Rodeo with the shotgun. There's people have seen a brown skin man since the grandparents bought one freaking uh or testify renegades of funk wake up bullet in the head bulls on parade freaking freedom settle for nothing no shelter freaking vietnam revolver oh they're just they're freaking great yeah. uh without a face like ugh, they're just whether i mean i could tell you right now go go listen to evil empire listen to battle of los angeles those albums renegades uh just the self-titled rage against the machine they're just oh man they're freaking rad yeah. and uh they're they're always saying something where like you know i mentioned uh freaking uh uh, what do you <laughs> brain not working but uh oh from the last oh i guess it's just late all right i need to be sleeping but um <laughs> uh sorry stand by one blue talk about Rage Against the Machine while I collect my thoughts <laughs> very very cool band uh, i remember as a matter of fact that they were so cool that it was one of the few bands that got um, everybody at my high school to sing together. Um, and it started in a mosh pit where this white guy was moshing with this Hispanic guy. And then this other white guy just started pounding on the first white guy, like, like hitting him. Like, and then, uh, the rest of the moshers came in and pulled that guy off of him. It was like, yo, we're brothers here, bro. Like when the music's on, you fucking calm down. And they just, took care of that dude and fucking threw the other guy out of the pit. And that was it. Like everybody was together singing the, uh, rage against the machine songs, which is crazy. Like that was kind of unheard of back in the day, you know? So it was nice. Good time. 
Yeah, the band that was escaping me was Bad Religion, where, like, I feel there's serious parallels where, like, the when the bands are playing, they're always talking about something, and that something is often important, and you should be listening. Yeah. So that's that's all I wanted to say with that. But uh, freaking People of the Sun, like, they're just, they're so freaking good. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just, the, the beat is undeniable. And uh, they're just freaking great. And, like, if you like, if you like other bands, like, you know, System of a Down, Olympus Kid, or Audio Slave, like, those bands don't exist without what Rage did. In fact, you know, I, I hate to say it, but Rage Against the Machine is also responsible for a lot of the rap rock. You know what I mean? because they did it so great and uh, other bands tried to to duplicate to to lesser results in some respects Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh rage just freaking great and in so much that like you know tom morello like moves on to like other bands you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so uh and you know toured with bruce springsteen at one point like i don't know just really freaking good yeah and like you like wawa's Thank Rage Against the Machine. They made the Wawa pedal popular. That they did. <laughs> so, anything else to say about Rage? Ah, I mean, what else can I possibly say about Rage? They're great. Yeah. They people and, together at a, at a freaking high school. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I just think uh, it was also just right because they weren't just white guys. Like, yeah. you know you know personalizing their views like it definitely like you got to see like these rad like minority men just like freaking rage you know yeah and uh do not go quietly into that night rage against the machine you know Mm-hmm. And they're uh, they're great. And if you if you've not listened to a lot of them, do yourself a favor. Uh, <laughs> they recorded a song for Godzilla, so I know Blue loves that. Yep. <laughs> uh, and they uh, they they just uh, they're freaking lovely. I, I mean, I I don't know what else to say. They're just they're so freaking good. Yeah. You just li- listen to a Rage song. Even even the song on the B side is gonna be great and interesting. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, they uh, the crow freaking higher learning like they they were used in in a lot of uh, a lot of redacteds, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I think uh, I don't know they were just awesome. It was it was a moment, but uh, every time they pop up, I'm like, oh, want to I want to be angry at someone <laughs> or something. <Yep. laughs> so uh, yeah, all right, that moves it to you, Blue, for your next one. Oh, let me see. We did Flight of the Concords. Uh, that was number six. Let's go. Oh, okay. So going around uh, along that same like kind of uh, metal rap or more rap on this side, I guess it would be is um, Gorillas. My goodness, when Gorillas came out, they were huge, like big, big hit amongst everybody who was watching Toonami at the time because they would with the anime stuff going on, they would put on um, Daft Punk videos and then they would put Gorillaz videos right after that. And the Gorillaz with that with that wonderful song that first came out, um, Clint Eastwood, my goodness. I was like, okay, you, you got me. All right, I'll, I'll bite. I like it. Like, let's go. And, um, you know, you got a, a, so many, dip- gosh, I have so many albums like, here. I should just like bring it up. <laughs> And they've done so many, like, uh, uh, not compilations, uh, what is it? Um, gosh, I said the word just a, a little bit ago, and now all of a sudden it has escaped me again. Um, when people work together. You know, compilations? 
No, not a compilation. Collaborations. Collaborations. Collaboration. Thank you. They did stuff with uh, collaborations with like um, Lincoln Park, who also deserves to be on everybody's list. Uh, Lincoln Park. They did stuff with all sorts of different freaking. Look at this. I have eight freaking albums. Demon Days, Dirty Harry, B sides, um, freaking Plastic Beach, Red Gorillas. Like, it, it, there's a lot, and they have a lot of really good. Um, I was a really big fan of Demon Days. Was like. Uh, another album sometime after i believe dirty harry and um uh that's the one where you got like a uh, feel good ink um i don't know did you ever listen to anything from from them 100 percent. Yeah, yeah like uh feel good ink um el manana um freaking kids with guns uh all alone um goodness gracious there, there was just so that whole album like told a story which I thought was absolutely fantastic. It just really hit me in all the right ways, and it was a lot of fun for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, just the band as a whole. Like, uh, you've got four people who are, like, these make-believe characters, <laughs> which are fantastic, yeah. and and somehow they still made it work so well. Uh, it's insane to me how well it works uh, all together. And, um, yeah, they, they just really make me happy. I mean, the, the craziest thing about them is that it is a, a super popular band of fictional characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 2D and Murdoch and freaking Noodle. Uh, I can't think of the other the other character. Russell. Huh? Russell. Okay. But like uh, Damon Albarn, right? He's the he's the brand. I think there, there's another guy that does all the, the illustrations. Um yeah. But they uh, like a band that you can't really go see because they don't actually exist. <laughs> yeah. Yet their music, their their music does exist. Uh, and like their lineup can change however much they want because all they all they need is like Damon as the the lead singer. You know what I mean? And his mm-hmm. his voice and his tone is just so freaking so freaking great and uh and so many so many hit uh and and literally their their very first album gorillas was a, a front to back listener you know what i mean oh yeah and uh, i think i i think i only had that album and then the next one which was demon days mm-hmm. but uh they they put out music this year there's an album, yeah. Cracker Island, 2023, uh, and and they haven't haven't gone anywhere. They had an album in 2012 and 2017. Um, they just uh, they've carried on, and it's uh, it's really really good music. Uh, I 100% like got into it because Clint Eastwood was on MTV, and was just mm-hmm. like, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, but like some some bangers that I were karaoke staples for a lot of people for a long time. Uh, Feel Good Incorporated, of course. I think uh, one of the most popular songs Yep. from Demon Days. Uh, but I think I got into the Gorillas also because my ex was really, really into Moby. Mm-hmm. And uh, Moby was righteous, like good driving music for sure. Yeah. Uh, but like you could just jump from like Moby to Gorillas in a blink and like just be rocking and rolling, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I really appreciate that you have them on their list because uh, they're great. Yeah, big fan, big fan. Yeah, they're uh, they're lovely. Good, good listening. So that takes it to me for my next one. Hell yeah. So so this band uh, makes my list because of my oldest. 
Uh, my oldest had an ascetic when they were a teenager, uh, a band that they listened to nonstop. And if I want to think about them and uh, really, re- I mean, it was sort of a tougher time in my life, but like just remember like being a single dad with uh, with my oldest uh, and, and making sure every single album and song by this uh, by this band was on my iTunes so that so that I could listen to it with them. It's My Chemical Romance. Yes. Uh they they're just really really good uh gerard way and uh and all the guys of course uh i I guess maybe they're getting back together i'm not quite certain they've been having a lot of uh shows recently i know because my friend marlena has been going to them and she has been freaking out over (laughs) how happy she is with uh the fact that they're they're touring again so like yeah, Gerard and Mikey Way, Ray Toro, that like my oldest, like everything. Like when they broke up, it was a moment. I had to, I had to <laughs> console my child. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from uh, you know, three cheers for sweet revenge uh, to the Black Parade, they're just uh, they're a really really good band. And like the, their song Helena, I know was my oldest favorite, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. I want to I want to think about Kay. I listened to Helena. Uh the other day I listened to the the Black Parade just because that song is a banger. It really <laughs> like it so, really is. Uh, but like the other day I had my uh, I was just listening to my my playlist like in my car and like teenagers came on and I was like oh it's so freaking good. Uh and I'm not okay is one of my favorite songs by them. Same really really good but even like the danger days and when they put out those albums there's some some good stuff there like they're just uh, a good band listening through and through mm-hmm. um and uh i like give them hell kid too like i don't know they're just uh they really they didn't speak to my generation i really feel like they they spoke to to my oldest uh and all this stuff but um man just uh i guess uh, an emo band but now they're just classified as a rock band but but my cam just uh so freaking good and talented and uh those big geeks just making music you know yes big geeks comic book artists um gerard uh has a lot of of comic i mean the whole umbrella academy that's his that's his baby and very responsible for doom patrol coming back into the zeitgeist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh yeah it's they're they're just a really really good band and uh oh wow they just they just made me think of another band that's not on my list and i'm like oh my god that's freaking an omission that can can be brought up in a future a future list so that's good to know that there's more bands to bring up mm-hmm Oh, man. Wow. Can't believe I didn't mention them. Anyways, <laughs> my cam, what, what more do you have to say about them, Mr. Blue? Dude, my cam was such a huge thing. Um, it, I mean, OK, so they came out and I was already out of high school, but like I really dug the vibes. Um, it was like, yeah, OK, emo's coming, whatever. It's cool. There were some of the bands that I was like cool with and some of them I wasn't. And like at first when I heard a couple of their songs, I was like, oh, I could get behind this. And then I heard a couple other ones and I was like, oh, well, maybe not the whole album, maybe just like pick and choose a, a song here. And then they came with uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. And I was like, mm, that's a damn good album. And then they came with Black Parade and I was like, hmm, that's a damn good album. Am I a fan? Am I am I a fan? <laughs> and uh, uh, 
Yeah, like Ghost of You, uh, freaking Cemetery Drive. Yeah, I just ended up like liking a lot of the songs. And I was like, okay, okay, I guess I'm a fan. And uh, <laughs> once again, like with my friend Merlina, when we were, uh, when we go out to karaoke time, like karaoke time is my chem time. Like easy. It is an easy go to. You want to make them happy? Sing some my chem. Easy. Yeah. They, uh, I think the the most mainstream of the of the emo bands. So yeah, there's there's a, a lot of a lot of good bands. A lot of good bands. I think well, I could I could probably do an entire list that's just freaking uh, <laughs> bands from like that emo stuff that I just like got into. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, definitely bands that uh that I uh, I bond with Arvin over. You know, because he uh he really like likes a lot of that music too. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so so good. So good. <laughs> if you look up a list of emo bands, just so you know, Green Day pops up in there. Not right, but you know, it is is what it is. <laughs> oh fuck! How did I not mention that band? Oh man. Anyways, yep. you start look, that's why I was saying like when you start looking through, you start. That's why I had so many on my list. I was like, you want to borrow some? <laughs> Oh no, like literally this this isn't even an emo band. It's just like, oh my god, I can't believe I, I did I haven't mentioned them and I haven't mentioned them. Like Well yeah, that well that's what I mean though, but like just in general, once you start going through like your own like the like even if you're going through lists of like, oh, what counts as this, what counts as that, and then you look through like your old have you ever gone through like your old iTunes? Do you keep any of the old lists? Oh yeah. Yeah, you'll find you'll find you'll just find bands, 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 bands. So uh, I do that all the time. I just like wah <laughs> nostalgia. All right, well that's good because I'm I'm populating another list if we wanted to do this again. <laughs> Sweet. All right, that takes it to your next one, Blue. Okay, um, I just did. Uh, who did I just did? Who was my last? Gorillas? You just Gorillas. did Gorilla. Yes. Okay. So that takes me to this one. Okay. I'm really happy uh, this one came out because um, I was introduced to this uh, singer by one of my sons um, because he, he is one of my boys. And uh, he was at the wedding. He was at the reception. Uh, oh, no. He, he couldn't make it to the reception because he was having his son. He was, he was having a little baby boy. Or bouncy baby boy. So now he has he has a son of his own, uh, which I couldn't fight him on. I was like, bro, you made it to the wedding. Like, if you're having your kid right now, please don't worry about coming to the reception. Like, relax, it's cool. He was like, I'm so sorry, but uh, uh, Mr. Aloe Black, like, holy crap! When this kid said, "Yo, like, this guy is gonna tell you how I feel about like life and the universe and stuff like that," I was like, okay, like let's listen to him like let's 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 see what what it's all about and uh he has so many songs that are just they hit you you know what i mean there's like the the song i need a dollar um you make me smile um oh gosh um green lights uh there, there's just so many different songs that this dude sings uh, and, and there are songs that with collaborations that he's done like uh he did uh, a collaboration with the vc um, which was uh, Wake Me Up When It's All Over. Uh, Wake Me Up, uh, I think, is the, the name of the song itself. Yeah, that's that's the song I know by him. Yeah, and uh, that one, big big hit. But uh, I strongly suggest, Joe, listen to uh, the song You Make Me Smile, and if it don't bring up a little 
a little sand, kick up a little dust from the room when you're thinking about your wife. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, <laughs> every time I hear that song and I, and I think about my wife, I, it gets a little dusty in the room. But, um, uh, yeah, real, really good music. Very soulful. Um, his voice is incredible. Strong recommendations. Check out Aloe Black. He is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, like... I definitely know wake me up. So that's a, it's a, I like, I like it's already just from that. I know I would probably listen to anything by him. Yeah. But, uh, I've literally listened to you make me smile right now. So you could keep talking about it while I jam to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just listen to it. Cause like, Oh, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Right. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's good. I'm, I imagine, uh, if I, if I started listening, I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I've heard of it. I've heard this song. I've heard this song. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a very talented singer songwriter. Very, very talented. Very big, big fan of his, um, ever since, uh, my little brother freaking my son brought it up to me and I've been like, yep, 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 yep. All of that. I like all of that. All right. I dig that very much. All right. All right. I think that, so uh, that takes that it to me. Yeah. So my my next band, uh, you probably have not heard of them. Although I, I know for a fact, Blue, if you listen to songs by them, you'd be so into it. So uh, the the genre of music is psychobilly. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if you've heard listen to any psychobilly. Uh, uh, yeah, my friend Amber has introduced me to a couple bands that were psychobilly. So. Uh, so, I mean, I think of this as a psychobilly band. If you look them up online, they'll come up as a Danish punk band, uh, or a rockabilly band, but the name of the band are the horror pops. So the horror pop, they, this 100%, this was one of my ex-wife's favorite bands, but, uh, it's like, you know, Tina Turner lost Ike and she kept the last name. Well, I lost the wife, but I kept the horror pop because, uh, they, uh, they freaking rock they are so spooky are you still there all right but they're uh they're so so spooky and uh their very first album that i heard is it's entitled hell yeah uh and they've they've been on u.s tours and they've played they've they've uh you know been a supporting band for lars frederickson and the bastards lars frederickson of course from rancid a band that i've mentioned previous uh but uh they had another album bring it on kiss kiss kill kill but they they freaking just rock and the best part is that the the lead singer patricia day plays a stand-up bass when she's performing and just freaking like kicks ass and is as sexy as hell and just freaking um just rock and roll like rockabilly is like definite rock and roll but like with uh with spooky freaking themes to their songs like there there was a period in my life where where the horror pops were a band that i 100 just listened to as i was running around my military base like freaking uh, walk like a zombie talk like a zombie why you gonna do i'm gonna follow you oh sick be under oh you make me wonder they're just uh, uh the bring it on and hell yeah freaking those albums they just they kick ass and i'm telling you seeing seeing the lead singer playing a, a patricia day with the stand-up bass just leading the shit out of this psychobilly band it, it kicks ass and it takes names dude and, i'm looking uh, at, at their stuff it looks amazing 
Oh, it's 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 so ever so lovely. They, uh, you know, they unfortunately it's it's not a band that really like continues past the two thousands, but their their albums are just classic and wonderful. And uh, yeah, they uh, you you have to check them out. They have a live album that came out in twenty twenty one, but uh, their their three main albums are from two thousand four to two thousand eight. They uh, <laughs> they just rock. They're uh, they're so freaking good. And uh, there's there's definitely so many uh, like spooky guys and gals from L A. that this is their entire aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're they're just great, and I was so so happy to be introduced to them by my act, and uh, and happy to have kept the band in my life. I, I like them very much, and I tell you what, if you like to run the the beats of this band, perfect pacing music. Ah, oh, yeah, so good. I'm listening to this uh, "Walk Like a Zombie" right now. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all it's all great. They're uh they're a lovely band. Nice. And uh, and I highly recommend them. And uh, probably probably my deepest pull of this list, to be honest with you. <laughs> awesome. Maybe other than like Di. So yeah. All right, that that throws it to you, Mr. Blue. All right, that pre- Oh, am I gonna sneeze? <laughs> yep. Yep, you're gonna sneeze. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> pardon me. I'm um, sure not gonna edit out because I I stopped editing us this heavily. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Uh, plus I I warned everybody. Uh. <laughs> You did. So um, my next dude, um, I don't know how people feel about this guy. If he's like overplayed or um, I don't know. I, I really don't know like the, the general populace's um, vibes for this dude. But he sings a lot of songs that I really, really, really fucking like. I think he's not only a great um singer i think he's a great composer in the music that he that he creates um i think he's really fucking talented because he he doesn't just sing he also does like a little bit of of rapping and stuff and um he he's a little bit all around and it's a very feel good music um mr jason mraz mr a to z um Jason Mraz, like he he has sung so many songs that really like top I'm yours, um, lucky with Colby Calais, like um uh, uh recent more a little more recently, uh in twenty eighteen, have it all. Like there are songs that he has for like all sorts of different feelings. There are faster songs, there are slower songs, there are like he does covers of um um what what is that song uh the rainbow connection and like he's just really fucking talented and i really like the way he freaking sings and there are a, a number of songs that i think are like really freaking um just good like i just really like his, his music J- jason mraz is one of those people that like gets to me you know what i mean like I'll, I'll listen to some of his music and just be like how the hell do you do that man like what where did you come up with the idea for this? Like, uh, Sleeping the Dream is another one of those songs that that really gets to me. Um, fuck. I just like Bella Luna. Like, yeah, you and I both. Great freaking music, this guy. But uh, Do you like Jason Mraz? I don't know, like, the general feel, like I said, uh, of people and what they think of him. 
Um, I I know of his music and I think he's talented, but he's he's not my bag. But yeah. not because he's not because he's bad. It's just uh that I mean that this is one one of the ways me and you defer. Like you you sort of dig, but I mean as as you t- talked about it, I thought of a uh, another person that's like in their wheelhouse. I do enjoy their music very much. So, yeah. Yeah, there's like that his hip hop song uh, Geek in the Pink. I think it's fantastic. I think it's really it's a clever little song. Um. Yeah, I just like his stuff. And like I said, uh, I don't know. I I, I suppose I, I would think for people it's very hit and miss. Like some of his songs really hit with that chilled out grooves that he's got. And then other ones are just like, you know, whatever, it's cool. But like, I, I, like, I, I like a lot. But you, I mean, you mentioned Colby Calais, who I, I enjoy her music. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and uh, there's another artist like right here in his wheelhouse that I, I really, really dug that I, I put on to talk about, like on a, new, a future list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like he's also in that world of like Jack Johnson, you know? Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, we're like, I have friends that like Jack Johnson is their their entire like mantra. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I won't turn off like, you know, banana pancakes. Really good freaking song. For uh, sure. I, I have a I have freaking so much from Jack Johnson, man. <laughs> I have albums. <laughs> So I guess I guess you could mention him on a future list. It'd be like yeah. when we mention RHCP and talk about him later. Uh, but yeah, freaking uh, really, really, really good stuff. So I uh, I appreciate that you brought him up, uh, especially because uh, we're just you know it's sort of like the entire premise behind this is is mentioning a whole bunch of different artists, like people that you know either a new band you've never heard of or uh, you know remembering somebody you haven't listened to for a while or fist pumping because it's the it's your favorite and it's on the list, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, and as we continue, like, you know what I mean? It's sort of like when, when we've done done uh, topics like this and, and continued on. Uh, first, we start with like the big bangers. And then as we keep going, it's like, oh, yeah, there's also this and there's also this. So, yeah. And, uh, and our lists end up being really, really weird and eclectic. And I sort of dig that. Mm-hmm. So uh, going from the horror pops to Jason Mraz, I don't think anybody's doing that on a list. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Daft Punk to The Offspring to The Flight of the Concords, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, we're 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 rocking it. All right, so that takes it to me, Mr. Blue. Hey, dude. All right, so this next band, uh, I'm so excited because they're coming out with new music in the future. Blink 182. Nice. What a good. What a good. <sighs> a freaking a another band. Uh, these guys from like Poway, California. But uh, I really think of them as uh, Inland Empire. You know what I mean? Like they really like did so many shows around that area. Like I I saw Blink play somebody's house. Uh, you know when I when I was young. So uh, you know Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLong, Travis Barker, of course. Uh, with Tom leaving for a while and and Mark continuing it. Uh, and then, then putting out some good music. Uh, but you know with Enema of the State, take off your pants and jacket freaking oh they they just they were everything you know what i mean and like i went to a a ska fest in huntington beach where i got to see some really rad bands but blink was the was the headliner and it was blink without tom but uh you know we knew all everybody in that crowd knew every single damn word to to these songs and uh uh they uh you know they they're just amazing you know, and the fact they, they formed in 92. So, you know, a 31 year old band, which is just wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but it, even like just being such talented guys and, and so tied to like skate punk um, and probably, you know, rightfully accused of, of taking punk rock to like the mainstream pop punk style, you know, but uh, the all the guys being just so incredibly talented that they continued on to other bands, you know what I mean? And yes. formed other bands, uh, you know, uh, 40 plus 44 and Angels and Airwaves. Uh, I really like Angels and Airwaves. I thought it was a good one. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's just middle class music for California suburbanite kids. Uh, and just instead of instead of talk, I mean, talking about nonsense in some regards, uh, all of us like, I literally think of like, uh, I'm, I can't think of the name of the song, but what if people knew that they were real? The freaking entire song about UFOs and then mm-hmm. finding out that like Tom DeLonge is a UFO nut. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, fell in love with the girl at the rock show. She said, what? And I told her that I didn't know. Uh, again. Yeah. Uh, or like, but what, what's the name of the song that's about Adam's song from Adam of the state, which like is about something 100% about teen suicide. And, uh, but then you've got, you know, what's my age again? When people turn 23, it's their blink 182 birthday. You know what I mean? Uh, they, Josie from Dude Ranch and and uh, Story of a Lonely Guy and and Mud and Bored to Death and and uh, they're just they're great. I uh, I I think I uh, think that they're uh, a lovely band and I'm so so excited that they're getting back and going to give us some new music. Yeah. Uh, like, and from like their newer lineup, like the song Los Angeles, that's one of Ty's favorite songs. It's on his playlist on my, on my phone, you know, and, uh, for a bit was actually a song that they played for, uh, Kings games. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's, uh, but with, uh, Enema of the State and, uh, uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and, uh, freaking, uh, what do you call it? Um, Dude Ranch, like just, uh, just banger after banger just such good music and really uh really defined like a socal sound you know yeah for sure and uh right there like in the same conversation as like other bands like green day and offspring where it's just like california was like the home of like all the best music for a period of time <laughs> so uh i just i really really like them and uh I'm, I'm eager to see what other stuff and like you said collaborations with so many different people oh yeah uh and uh and like they were they were totally 100% taking the piss out of themselves. Like they got it. You know what I mean? They got it that, uh, that they, they probably had no business being, uh, as popular and as, as they were, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, and just three guys, you know, in the, in the grand, grand tradition of green day, three guys putting to get, putting out some damn good music. <laughs> and I remember when, when Travis became the drummer, but he's like, he's not good. And it's like, but, but he is good because the previous guy was just like a pro skater that really didn't know any drum beats. They had to bring another guy in for like the studio recordings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like actually, Travis, like, if you ever watch him play drums, it's a uh, freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, what uh, what thoughts do you have about Blank? Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Save one of my friend's uh, lives. Uh, she uh, was very much contemplating stuff, and then uh, we played Adam's song for her, and she was like, "Okay, like thanks, guys. Like that really." got me out of the funk like let's go let's we could do this we we work together and we were like hell yeah like let's, let's continue on keep on keep on keep it on and uh yeah blink 182 a lot like they they made so much freaking like the biggest dent in society i think um as a whole bringing a whole generation of people 
Blink is is very well loved, and I am one of those lovers of Blink. I love it. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Play play all the small things right now. You know what I mean? Like uh, they're just uh, they're they're really really good band. And like I said, they're silly, but uh, sometimes they're not. Mm. And uh, yeah, they're uh, they're great. I love them very much. And surprisingly, like they probably should have been on one of the previous lists because I like them that much. But uh, they just, you know, it's hard when you're trying to just like give an assortment of stuff that you like. Definitely. So, but this is one of those bands when we did the last list, like they almost were there, and I'm like 100 percent they're gonna be on on the next list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> For sure. So, all right, that's uh, my next one. That takes the D blue. Okay, I would be absolutely remiss if I don't at least in one of these bring up a, a very good friend of mine who has a band, and um, they have become very popular to the point where um, she, the lead singer, uh, my friend Eva, so it's uh, Eva and the Vagabond Tales is the band that I'm bringing up. Um, you can actually catch them. A lot at uh, D- Downtown Disney, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, they play a lot at Downtown Disney. So if you're in the area of uh, Disneyland, uh, now we're land, um, in California, you can usually catch them at a show there or in L.A., but um, you will not be able to catch them for a little while because Eva is going on, I think, the third tour in like two years already. Or maybe a year and a couple months, almost two years now, with uh, Postmodern Jukebox. She has done a couple songs with them now. Um, you can catch the first one. Uh, what was it called? It's from that guy. Um, what is his name? <laughs> I forget the dude's name. Harry Styles. Like, a lot of people like Harry Styles. And it's uh, the song is called uh, Late Night Talking. And, uh, yeah, she did that one. Big fan. Uh, that was almost a year ago already. And then um, her the other song she did was um, from Peter uh, Peter and Gordon, uh, a cover called um, A World Without Love. Uh, she also did that song for PMJ. Uh, but you could also catch like her actual, you know, um, albums like Letters to the Moon or uh, Letters from the Moon, sorry, uh, Uncharted Ocean. Uh, her music is very very whimsical like uh there's a lot of like folk and sadness and happiness and there's just a lot of feelings all up inside all of her music and uh, i've known her since she was like a little girl so like go check check her out i am like going crazy over all of her success it's it's so fantastic and i've always been a, a big fan of her band um so yeah check them out Hi. Hey. Nice. I mean, definitely your your deepest pull because it's like a, a local musician, you know. Yes, and the fact that Disney has been like like hired them on as a as a like one of their bands to come and play like all the time in downtown Disney to the point where they're on the signs like down there is crazy. That's cool. Yeah. It's really good for them. Yeah. I'll I'll check out check out a couple of you have to send me like your your favorite songs. Oh yeah, for sure. But like. Also give her her views for the uh, postmodern jukebox ones because that's been really pushing like a lot of them um, touring with her and like uh, I don't know if you know uh, Casey Casey Abrams who was on like gosh he was on so many different shows um, but he he's a singer and um, uh, like collaborations between her and that guy and like a bunch of other singers that are like really up and coming and 
and some like big singers <laughs> like it's been really wild to see her success so yeah check it out check it out late night talking hairstyles postmodern jukebox that's eva Thanks. all right so that takes it to me all right, so <laughs> my my next band is 100% so incredibly mainstream, uh, but it is a band I freaking love, and I love so many songs by them. And uh, surprising, surprising that, in fact, mentioning you two on the first list, this band also should have taken that place above them. And... Uh, the, the band I'm going to mention, they, they came out, they burned bright, and then they burnt out, is Guns N' Roses. Ah, uh, there you go. Freaking <sighs> Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, Appetite for Destruction. Just, uh, and like being a Jungle Cruise skipper, mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, they're, they're just, uh, they're just freaking... Like what? What? What do you say? Like November Rain, Sweet Child of Mine, Freaking Paradise City, Knocking on Heaven's Door, Patience, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, Live and Let Die, uh, Freaking uh, uh, Cowboy. <laughs> they're just they're 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 just great. You know what I mean? And uh, if if one of their one of their hits comes on the radio, you're just you're just listening to it, you know. And uh, and Axl Rose, I I get probably most likely a very trash human uh and uh thankfully you know axel got or uh freaking uh, slash got away from it all you know what i mean and got to make some other good music with other other groups but uh they just were were so great and like in a in a whole hodgepodge of hair metal bands i i dare say they were one of the best yeah you know and uh they <laughs> just i don't know they just really really good and like being being born in in the 80s and and growing up in like the the 90s you know what i mean you could not get away from their music you really couldn't you could not and you didn't want to you know no yeah and uh yeah i just think i just think they're freaking great and they uh, <laughs> unapologetically like love their stuff uh, and it's also sort of nice to like yeah, there was there was freaking Chinese democracy that come out. I didn't listen to anything off the album, so I don't know anything. But uh, <laughs> you know, even even this song like Mr. Brownstone, like all about heroin. You know, it just uh, it's just a really really good band, and uh, and I felt like they had to had to be talked about. Blue, That's a great poll, man. What a great poll. I was just talking to my wife, as a matter of fact, a little uh, before she went to bed for tonight. Um, about different bands that we should be singing for uh, uh, karaoke night with you. And um, that was one of the bands she was like, well, we could do like, like Sweet Child of Mine. And I was like, you want to do that with me? And she was like, yeah, I'll do that with you. And I was like, all right, we'll put that on the list. So uh, you might hear that from us. <laughs> Although I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct myself that I'm a cowboy is 100% a Bon Jovi song. So yeah, <laughs> yeah if, you're, if you've been mad at me this whole time. The second I said it, I was like, no, that's not them. It's not. <laughs> There's some really, really great songs from Bon Jovi. But if I if I had to pick a listen to some some GNR over Bon Jovi, it's it's going to be GNR. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and, yeah, she just she, big fan. Big fan. Yeah, they uh, they're, they're just a really, really good band. And they they burned real bright. Uh, but oh, just great. So many amazing songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, like, if you're like, oh, yeah, that's like mom and dad's music. No, no, no. Just listen. You know, 
because uh, and the the musicianship of the band is just incredible. Like freaking, there's there's a reason Slash is known as like one of the best guitarists, you know? Yeah, for sure. So and like the the solos and oh, it's just such a great great freaking band. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's uh, but uh, I, I just I had to mention them. So that's what that's what I got, Blue. Super glad you did. Like, what a choice. Ah, nice. Glad, uh, glad it didn't disappoint. I wonder because it was to me, it's so freaking mainstream. But I'm like, but it, but also not. You know? Yeah, of course. Because uh, now it's like considered old people music in some ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Although it's still still sampled and used on so many different things. All right, that takes it to you, Blue, and I think uh, this is your your very last choice. Yeah, this is the this is the last one, and boy, you you want to talk about mainstream? I don't know how much more mainstream you can get than fucking Fallout Boy. Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking Fallout Boy, singing all the songs, being in all the redacted movies, fucking falling out of boys like Fallout Boy. They're fucking insane. It's and all these covers and fucking Uma Thurman's who did, I don't even know what she had to do with the fucking song, but like sometimes you want to be like Uma Thurman, you know what I mean? And there's really long titled songs and then really short ones. And then like, what can possibly be said about fallout boy that people don't immediately like jump towards and gravitate towards them. Uh, some of our favorite humans, Arvin, like you mentioned, uh, Nichole, um, huge fans, huge fans. You just win them over. Let's talk about Fallout Boy, and you can start whole fuck conversations about Fallout Boy. Like you could have a little less sixteen candles and a little more hold me like a grudge. Like I mean, you can just do so much. You know what I mean? There's just so much falling yeah. out with the boys that you could do when you're talking about Fallout Boy. Great. I mean, you got to be a fan of any band that are such Simpsons fans Mm -hmm. that they name their band after uh, the sidekick of Radioactive Man. There you go. Uh, Freaking really, really great. I think what I love about Fall Out Boy is their sound is so great. My boys, my own little Fall Out Boys love Fall Out Boy. Like, and yes, 100% because of Immortals and Big Hero 6. Like that, that. That was so smart of them to like have a yes redacted sorry but uh you know we're mentioning the song and the band by having that they they appealed to an an entire new group of of kiddos and because that that movie is not going anywhere it's still there but freaking uh centuries and then like sugar we're going down i know that's a song you love to sing blue uh thanks for the memories uh they're just they're they're amazing they 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 just uh they they just great and freaking uh the lead singer like <laughs> you, the the silliness of the fact that the the lead singer freaking uh, patrick stump uh i know wentz also does does some singing but like does music for for like a redacted cartoon that i just watched tonight with my son uh, <laughs> s- slinging sticky fluid from his hands you know what i mean like he, he wrote a whole bunch of songs for for this this guy that has amazing friends like oh they're oh, so this ain't a scene it's a beep beep arms race like mm-hmm. dance dance uh so oh, they're just they're they're irresistible another great song <laughs> uh they uh 
Yeah, I really, I, I was so very, very happy when, uh, when one of my homies was like, bro, I think you'd like this. Like, cause I was really getting into a lot of different emo stuff mm-hmm. and he's like, you got to check out this band. And I was like, wow, wow. I like this very, very much. Yeah. So, and, uh, the, for like Arvin, like they're Chicago boys, you know what I mean? From the suburbs of Chicago. So, uh, you know, it, it allows like his identity, like, you know, some, some really good stuff, but man, they're, uh. I like them a lot, and I'm 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 happy. Like I knew I knew they were going to be on your list, so like I didn't even entertain them being on mine. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I would have expected them to have been on previous lists. You know what I mean? Because I know you like them that much. I sure I sure as hell do, and they should have been. Yeah, they. I'm just old. <laughs> <laughs> You're just old. Yeah. I, I mean, my songs know what you did in the dark. Yep. <laughs> Uh, there's an entire like song that has to do uh, like the title has to do with like lawyers or something. Yeah. Yeah. They uh they and they just keep chugging out music and they're I saw them they were like actually played uh at the last NHL All Star game they were the band that was like the entertainment in the middle of it. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And I was like and I was like I love this band and I was like me too, buddy. <laughs> so uh yeah they uh they're they're lovely and righteous and i i I find it hard to believe anybody listening to this doesn't doesn't know of them and if you don't gird your loins you've got some greatness ahead of you (sighs) good stuff what more what more do you want to say about your boys who fall out uh nitrole really likes to listen to them nitrole we miss you Nitroye, we do. We miss you very much. So, so very much. It's one of one of the sad facts of not not working in the land of adventure anymore. Not getting to see her like I used to. Yeah, my wife is super sad about it. She made uh, she made my wife a whole freaking uh, like what is it like a banner and everything on her going away. Oh really? Yeah, it was super sweet. Oh, that is super sweet. What a and just a a good human. Absolutely. All right, so. My last one is actually like I was like I wrote wrote down and was like surely I mentioned this artist on the other list because of how much I love them and then just looking and being like how is it even possible that this human wasn't like the very you know last artist that I talked about on the first list or the last artist that I talked about on the second list because I I so much of their music is so very much like just me like rocking and rolling like i mentioned social distortion on one of my lists this that band doesn't doesn't even begin to exist without this american singer songwriter but uh that's that's all like belaboring the point johnny fucking cash there you go and i'm i'm sure for you you know how much i love johnny cash i do like <laughs> i like literally was like how could i be so remiss and not not man- mention the man, the myth, the legend that is Johnny Cash. Freaking, oh, we got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. Uh, like an artist that is so good that they covered one of the best songs of another artist who was very vocal that he likes Johnny Cash's version better than his own. Yep. Trent Reznor himself likes Johnny Cash's version of Hurt better than the one that he created. And his his version's good too, but it's not as good as Johnny Cash's. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, Social Distortion getting very famous with their cover of Ring of Fire, a Johnny Cash song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Folsom Prison Blues, Riders in the Skies, Walk the Line, Boy Named Sue, Man in Black. Like, the man comes around, uh, one of his more more new songs, you know, uh, which was used 100% and redacted as, like, the, the, the standard song of it. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I literally, like, just everything that he's he's done is just freaking great. And and from the the 1950s to the 60s, he did stuff in the 70s, and then and then Rick Rubin bringing him back for the American recordings one through four. You know what I mean? He did a Bridge Over Troubled Waters, and it's like my favorite version of that song. Uh, Danny Sting bass, you know, it just get rhythm. Oh, fudge, fudge knuckles. He's he's just <laughs> everything. You know what I mean? Like no. John, you want to, you want to talk about somebody like someone's like, give, give me a, give me an artist who's an American sound. I don't have to look any further than Johnny Cash. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yes, I know that like rock and roll and R and B like have their origins and like the, the African American experience, but Johnny Cash like found a way to like, just like get in there and not steal it just to become a part of it. And just, uh, Wow, what a uh, his his life is just so incredibly interesting with like his own struggles with like drugs and religion and and sorrow and infidelity and like you know the fact that you know he gets his redemption story and uh, you know June Carter like his his wife like oh, he's just so freaking amazing and uh, you you could only count yourself so lucky as he would he would cover a song he did late in his life before he passes away you know mm-hmm. and uh, just. And and I, I think the the redacted movie that they did about him was was actually a really good good flick. Um, that that guy was appreciative that it brought his music to more people that maybe hadn't heard about it. Um, but yeah, you know, like to quote him, like success is having to worry about every damn thing in the world except money. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is for uh, damn sure. It's just amazing, you know. And like as as much as like people love Elvis uh, and uh, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, to me like I'm a Johnny Cash guy through and through. Mm-hmm. His his music just uh, and it's very uh, you know it finds a uh, as it continues nowadays it's very rockabilly you know. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it was a uh, I share it with my mom. She really enjoys Johnny Cash because uh, much more her her generations, you know, stuff. But it even even goes older than my mom. You know, uh, just a a really really great artist. I've 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 blown him so much. Blue, <laughs> share some words about the man, the myth, the legend, Johnny Johnny Arcat. I'm actually not a huge fan of Johnny Cash to be honest. Really? Yeah. Uh, you just like said every single thing that my uh. My sister-in-law, uh, Caitlin's sister, is a huge fan, and she had asked me about it, and I was like, oh, well, actually, I'm not, like, a, a huge fan, you know? Um, uh, like, I, I have. Now, despite the fact that I say that, I actually have a lot of Johnny Cash music because um, I've listened to a lot. I, I have tried to get into it. I have 58 songs from Johnny that I have uh, tried to listen to, but yeah, I just never really super got into it. Um, I don't know. There was just, just something about, I don't know what it was. I don't know, but um, I appreciate them uh, obviously because I, I, I did my best to like 
check him out and get into uh you know his music and stuff like that so i i, I did my due diligence I, I i checked him out i tried it out i said hey i'm not gonna knock it till i try it let me give it a shot and it just it was just one of those things that just wasn't like super duper for me you know what i mean and i'm sure I'm, i i know you understand like yeah yeah, I I just I don't know. There's something something about his music. It's just uh, so freaking American. And like as a as a veteran of the Air Force, just uh, you know, he was in the Air Force for four years. Although he hated all four years of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was one time. So someone's like, oh, you know, like you write so many songs about like the prison experience. Like when did you serve? And he's like, yeah, I served my time in prison, four years in the United States Air Force. And uh, it always always sort of struck me. Uh, for me, it was. 14 years there was a lot of good times but you know what i mean like yeah and uh and he he had that like um american outlaw image uh but he also was really big in like activism for like you know uh indigenous peoples yeah uh, and he was he was not afraid to to use his his status like for for some good activism you know and uh he really sometimes seemed like he could he could give a fuck about like what the world thought of him uh, he liked the money. He liked the drugs. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, he did, he did his thing. Uh, and like, you know, very, very June Carter Cash, the best thing that could ever happen to him. Although like tempestuous relationship that ended up being like one of the great American love stories in rock and roll. But uh, just I don't know. He just and like his American recordings when Rick Rubin brought him back to do stuff. It just uh, really, really good. Uh, he did Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. It's really, really freaking good as well. Uh I don't know. I just uh, I I really really enjoy stuff. I think he's such a such an interesting man. Uh, the man in black. Hello, my name is Johnny Cash, and uh, and playing guitar. Like you know what I mean? It Johnny Cash is like some of the first stuff you learn to play that really like you can like rock to. You know, and where you great. feel like you actually where you have some sort of skill at uh, at the picking. And uh, I just um, I love him. I love him very very much. And his discography is massive <laughs> freaking massive it's very very big i i it is very big i have the 58 songs here and i was like because uh, uh when i was doing like i said my my due diligence and checking them out i was like god this guy has a lot <laughs> like holy crap there's so much music that he's created this is insane um so mad props for that for sure i mean the voice of space coyote on the simpsons <laughs> mm-hmm. so i don't know i just uh i freaking love them yeah. and uh i think there's uh if if nothing else listen to hurt by johnny cash from the american recordings for uh, yeah like I, I will say for like you said he is definitely the voice of like when i think of america i think of johnny cash yeah and uh i mean he is he is a country singer uh but i think his music like transcends that Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you've heard Walk the Line, you've heard Folsom Prison Blues and Ring of Fire, Get Rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, Boy Named Sue is one of the funniest damn songs in the world. So uh, that's one of my favorite songs by him. But uh, there's a uh, Built a Wound, Piece of the Time. That's a great song, too, about building a <laughs> building roadster. I don't know. I just, uh, I think he's amazing. And I, I, w- I wanted him to be on a list. Hell yeah. I think he deserves to be on a list, uh, to be honest. Like I said, mad respect for the man. Like he he put in fucking work, fucking work. 
So, and yeah, but actually it bumped off an artist who will just have to be on the next list. Someone who I really enjoy, but my wife also very, very much enjoys. So, nice. but, but I, I was like, is there anybody for like country that I'm just not mentioning? And I was like, oh shit, I'm so remiss. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, what a list from fallout boy to Johnny cash. Yep. <laughs> All right. So that, that's another list that we made blue. We did it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We did. That's awesome. And, kicking. and I didn't didn't think I would have enough to do another one, but we do. Yep. So uh, I wow. Oh, we I believe I believed in you. I knew you'd be able to just pull people out as soon as we get to talking about it. You'd be all over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, have to have to get the old gears grinding. Yeah, music. I feel is just so easy to just go on and on and on about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are whole genres I haven't even brought up yet, like uh, of music that I'm really into and could just go on about. You know what I mean? But like we right. have so much time, and there's we're we're doing this stuff. So yeah, I do All right. sleep because I'm a man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> indeed, I I need sleep as well. I gotta wash some dishes and then get some sleep for work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. Uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts, man. What? What crazy, you know what I really like about this this little series that we're doing is, like you just said, we went from Johnny Cash to, like, My Chem to Aloe Black. Like, the range of music that we have really makes me proud. Like, really, really proud. Um, we're going all over the place, every genre. Like, we're just covering it all. And I, I freaking love that about this. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's good. I I sort of fell into a vein this time, uh, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Still yeah. highlighting some different stuff, and I I guarantee there's there's a couple couple names here that if nothing else, Ava and the Vagabond Tales, you know, that people have not heard of. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, and it's been fun to to revisit the list and be like, oh, I want to listen to something by that. You know what I mean? From your list. So yeah, good Thank sauce. You. I just uh, I hope people are enjoying it, and if anything, uh, the the strike has allowed the podcast to to go into this realm. And I know Danny's been loving it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, sure. yeah, I like the guys talk about the music. So uh, we'll probably we'll probably at least squeeze one more of these out before uh, before all is said and done with the with SAG after and the strike. So uh, and then uh, and then I have another idea for and I think it's got too much redacted in it, but uh, it'll be something that we do shortly after shortly after we're allowed to to talk about stuff again. Nice. We're in an easier way because we'll have to mention some of the redacted when we do it. Yeah. All right, my friend, do your plugs. All right. You can catch me on the Blue Wolf D on uh, Instagrams. I will actually be posting artwork this year, which is crazy uh as a matter of fact um joe you will be happy to know that almost the entire time that we've been talking i've been drawing um nice freaking wild uh for me so roman and uh brett if you guys are listening like yeah uh, i'm actually gonna post something which is crazy <laughs> nice are you doing a inktober uh arttober yeah yeah i, I, don't, okay. I don't think this is so much like the ink one but yeah art for sure I'm doing art. I know. Uh, you know what? That's good enough. Yeah, Roman's doing his chibi stuff uh, for uh, for all that, and then uh, uh, Brett's doing a really cool like DC Tober. Yeah, yeah. Which I've been enjoying. Mm-hmm. I've been I like enjoying it. it too. I like it. His art style is really unique. Yes, very much. Yeah. So. 
I still remember when we were at Jungle and we were finding those rat fink drawings of like Mickey and Donald and Goofy, like so like wild and being like, who is this? Who is it that's drawing these things? And just bred at the podium. Yep. Just doing what the wild imaginings in his brain. But uh, yeah, some of the cool... Some of the cool designs on the tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball come from come from his pencil. So uh yeah, yeah. We want to see artwork from the blue too though. Oh, you'll see it. Did you uh did you mention your Capes and Cavern? Oh yeah, and also catch me on Capes and Caverns whenever it is that we uh get back together again. Um it's been really wild, uh, as a matter of fact. And I'm not saying that as in like, oh, like we're not we're unreliable. It's just like Freaking life, man. Holy crap. It's just been a really wild ride for uh, a lot of us that are, like, part of the game and stuff like that. And uh, shout out to Cameron, for uh, our, who is our current DM, for keeping strong. Uh, they've been a, a little sick lately. And, like, just kudos. Kudos for everything going on between everybody. Like, uh, Autumn Kaberski, Stephen Thomas. Like, it's been a wild ride, but we're making it. And you can catch uh, all of the wonderful, oh, uh, so that you know, um, in case you haven't heard this before, uh, Capes and Caverns is a D&D, or a superhero-inspired D&D campaign that uh, we goofy folk kind of put on with our sick goof-em-ups and laugh-em-up voices and voice acting and such. And uh, it's really it's really fun. Um, it's a good good little show, and you can catch that on Silver underscore Bulette on Twitch and on um, YouTube as well. Very nice. All right, so that's my plug. Yeah. So we did the the T Public. If you want to support the podcast by getting a sticker, a tote bag, or a shirt, or whatever, uh, or just you can go to tpublic.com and search "laugh it up fuzzball" the forward, and uh, and it'll pop up. Uh, we're we're high in the algorithm there. Algorithmically high. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, laugh it up fuzzball podcast at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Wookie Riot. I'm also on threads. Uh, trying to get on Blue Sky, but you need an invite. And uh, I just haven't cracked the code on that. So we'll see. Uh, what else? Uh, the Laugh It Up Fuzzball's Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. Of course, this podcast. Uh, Spotify for podcasters sponsoring it. So it doesn't cost me a penny. And I appreciate that. Because uh, when you do a free podcast, it's good when it doesn't cost you money. I'd be nice someday if we could get uh, you know ads back on. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Let's continue on. Shout out to all the all the Batuans who started listening because uh, I want Smuggler of the Month and I mentioned the podcast in my, my little flyer thing. So, uh, yeah, thanks if you guys are listening. Hey, and don't worry, I'm OK. If you heard about all the stuff, I'm fine. Uh, you can hear me. I'm talking. This is recorded afterwards. So all is well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's all the things. Yeah. And another another episode of music. We're live. We're kicking. We're the music. The music is in time. And uh, in time for your ear holes, and we hope you enjoyed it. All right, we'll catch you on the flip side until the next level of this uh, insanity that is the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs podcast. Zum means friends, and we thank you for being a friend and listening to us. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Be classy. Uh, All that good stuff. All that good stuff. Blue and Wookie saying TTFN, we're out. Don't make me flip you like an omelet.